so excited about this. <laughs> it's November 1918. My great-grandmother, Louis Pearson, her husband Eric, and her daughter, referred to as Lulu Pearson, set off from Cape Town on a sailing ship called the Puaco. Eric was the captain, and Louis and Lulu were along for the ride. I shall be reading this diary as a bonus episode in my Diary of a Teenage Diva, and I'm reading it with my daughter, who's named after all the Louis, Jasmine Louis Pearson. Good afternoon, Jasmine. Hello, Penny. It's a pleasure to be here. The reason we're doing this now is because it's 2021. We are mid-COVID-19 pandemic. And so we thought it would be fun to look back on the last pandemic, which in November 1918 was rife. Now, Arthur tells me, Arthur being Lulu's younger brother, who wasn't born at the time of this, but who's now 94, tells me that both his parents had had the Spanish flu in Cape Town before they set off on this voyage. So she kept a diary. It's not quite as outrageous and exciting as mine, but there you go. We'll see how we go, won't we, Jasmine? We can't all be divas. Let's not put that to the test. Okay. November the 15th, 1918. Met Eric at 11 a.m. Took us down to Pierhead in a cab. It was raining, but Lou wouldn't have the top up because she wanted to see the Gigi. Keska say Gigi. It's a horse. A horse? Yeah. So when they say cab, they mean horse-drawn cab. <gasps> Insane. Yeah. So proper horse-drawn cab. What's cab Gigi? short for? Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabaret. Cabaret. <laughs> Cabbage? I don't know. Should we Google it? It's short for taxi cab. Maybe it's not short Which for is derived from the two words taxi meter. And cabriole, which refers to a horse-drawn carriage where the driver stands in the back of the carriage. And that's what they were in. So they were in an actual cab. A cabriole, cabriole. if you will. Yes. And why is Gigi horse short, Gigi short for horse? The Gigi's. Have you never heard that? No. Did I, I don't know much about did horses. Did I never refer to them as, let's go and look at the Gigi's when mm, you were little? Maybe. I probably just thought you'd be like, oh, let's go look at the Gigi. Actually, I deliberately didn't use, um, you know... Horse slang. <laughs> or any kind of slang. So I wanted you to grow up with a proper vocabulary. It's only for race horses. And it's named after Henry G, who died in 1545. Wow. Yeah. The GGs. Lou wouldn't have the top up because she wanted to see the GG. Took a motorboat out to the ship. So they've got a motorboat, but not a car. Pathetic. I'm just setting the dog in. You coming up? If you're going to make noises like that, you're going to have to leave. Actually, you're going to have to say something funny if you want to speak. Yes. And That's no, the rules. No licking your private parts audibly. Me too. <laughs> Took a motorboat out to the ship and arrived there just in time for lunch. Lou was quite good. We got her up the ladder without any trouble. She's very anxious to know why the ship wobbles so and what all the cloth is for. In brackets, sails. I think she's four. 16th, Saturday, still out in the bay. George came on board for tea, saw Reg O'Connor in a yacht this afternoon. So George was Louis's brother. My mother, Marion Louis, has transcribed this. 
and she's put little notes in brackets. Saw Reg O'Connor, cousin, in a yacht this afternoon. Sunday the 17th, still out in the bay. George stayed all night, left about 5.30 this morning. When I first read this, when it said Louis's brother, he seemed was they also had a child called George. Why did people call their children the same thing as them? To be fair, you called me Louis after multiple Louis. Yes, but that's not, not your first name. name. It's a middle name. I think that's absolutely fair. Am <laughs> I boring you, darling? Oh, sorry. We named Otto after a relative. Exactly. So, enough from you. Otto, Otto von Homfeld, the dastardly count. Oh, of but course. that's another story. 18th, Monday. Saw someone waving from the pier this morning. Took it to be our Nan. Nan with a capital N. So, flashed back. Flashed back? <laughs> I think now I Rawr. think flashing That's where you get it from. means with flags. Uh. You signal with flags. I don't know who Nan is. We left the bay about 10.30, but I'd only got around as far as Green Point when Lou began to feel seasick and wanted to go down. So I went below with her, and very soon the pair of us were very busy filling up the basins. Delicious. Tuesday the 19th. It rained all night has been raining and has been raining nearly all day. So Lulu and I have been in our pyjamas all day, feeling very groggy. We stayed in bed all the morning and put on dressing gowns and sat in the other room in the afternoon. Last night, we had one of our sails blown to ribbons and two men nearly flattened out. The noise on the deck of the chains rattling and men shouting was terrific. It's funny, isn't it? I think I feel like terrific has changed its meaning because terrific now has connotations of being good. Mm. Whereas I think originally terrific just meant huge. Or surely from the base word of terror. Wednesday the 20th. Lulu and I were up on deck before six o'clock this morning, both feeling very much better. In fact, Lulu has quite recovered. We've been going along at a rate of about a mile an hour today. We just seem to be wobbling around. Very slow. Mile an hour. Really slow. Thursday the 21st. Today we averaged about five miles an hour. I hope we'll soon get out of this calm. It's a work of art getting meals. The things on the tables shoot right over the top of the fiddles. What are fiddles? I don't know. The things on the table shoot right over the top of the fiddles. They would have had little ledges round the table. table. I wonder if they were called fiddles. Or maybe they so. just had violins everywhere. I don't think we'll have any crockery left by the time we get to Sydney. I wish I was there now, having a cup of decent tea. <laughs> Something's never changed. <laughs> I wonder why she couldn't get a cup of decent tea on the ship. Would it be milk? I mean, you can boil oh. water on a ship. They're saying it's calm, and yet... The crockery's shooting around, smashing on the floor. Twenty-second, Friday, still tacking up and down. Saturday the twenty-third, still tacking. We did the noble sum of seventy-two miles today. Sunday the twenty-fourth, plenty of rain and a little more breeze. People say English people talk about the weather. South Africans are much worse. Should I be doing it in a South African accent? No. Monday the 25th, had some ra- more rain and a little nope. better nope. breeze. Expect no. to get a good blow tomorrow. No. We've only done no. six and... No? No. We've only done 600 miles in the week. At this rate, it'll take us 10 weeks to get to Sydney. Did she have a South African accent? 
I expect so, because she lived in Cape Town. I never met her. This is my great-grandmother. We'll find out. We'll check back in. Because I think if she did have a South African accent, I think I should do it. Look, I think we can agree to disagree on that. (laughs) Tuesday the 26th had a much better run today. Wednesday the 27th, another good breeze today. I feel like she's tiring of the diary writing already. Thursday the 28th. Today, being a public holiday, Thanksgiving Day, and the anniversary of the end of the Civil War, the boys all had a holiday. So then... Marion has put in brackets, Puaco, of course, was a US ship registered in San Francisco and presumably subject to US public holidays, even though there was apparently only one American on board. So Grandad was telling me the backstory of this. Eric, Louis' husband, picked up this ship because there was a mutiny. Somebody was murdered. What? Yeah, somebody was murdered on the ship and the captain was called Hellfire Jack or something and he was taken off... And then Eric had to crew the boat from whoever he could get his hands on in Cape Town, which apparently was not very many people. They were not experienced crew. So only one American, but nevertheless, it was Thanksgiving. I thought Thanksgiving was the 25th. I'm still confused. 25th of November. Of November is Thanksgiving. But they said the 28th. Have they changed Thanksgiving? Friday the 29th, the wind is gradually fading away. Saturday the 30th. Still very little wind. Otto is hating this. <laughs> Look, it's not... Otto's going, thank fuck I wasn't a dog <laughs> on a ship. I guess they wouldn't have had dogs on a ship. Well. very showery today with a little breeze. Tuesday the 3rd, still getting along slowly. Wednesday the 4th, getting along better today. Thursday the 5th, Still getting along good. Puppy went over the side today. Been getting too much to eat. What? Otto, don't listen to this. Puppy. Is puppy a person or a dog? Well... Either way, concerned. Marion has put in brackets, Since they were getting along good, inverted commas, I would assume that puppy, Lulu's dog would not have been recovered. She assured me he fell over the side and was not sacrificed for being greedy. A likely story. What? I bet that's what they told what? Lulu. That it fell off the side and it that's went to terrible. the big pet shop in the sky or whatever. But there's been no mention of a puppy. It doesn't that's... even have a name, which is kind of tragic. It's just called Puppy. Puppy went over the side today. They've literally thrown that dog off the ship because it was taking up too much of the supplies. And they waited till it was a day when there was a lot of breeze. So they'd be like, oh, sorry, there it goes. Oh, it just blew overboard. Dead dog. (gasps) Don't listen, Otto. (sighs) Friday the 6th of December. Breeze died down again today. Saturday the 7th. Not doing very much today. As opposed to every other day. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday the 8th, past Amsterdam Island at 2am. Okay, Google Maps please. Where is Amsterdam Island? I've literally never heard of it. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, it's pretty much halfway between Australia and South Africa. Between Perth and South Africa, no less. What is even on it? Can you do the satellite thing? 
see whether it's like a rocky outcrop or if there's a settlement. Oh, it's got 4.4 star reviews. <laughs> Some people have given it a one star review. The majority of people are five star. I want to see what people have said. <laughs> I love Google reviews. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Friendly people. Dot, dot, dot. How oh, did they get there? I want to know why these people have gone on holiday to the Isle of Amsterdam. Lucky enough to find a community of people, in brackets, the population is 28 people, with whom we stayed for the night. There isn't much animal danger, but the local tribal people taught us some self-defense techniques in order to survive the trekking. Other than renting a private jet, there were no expenses for the entire trip. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The whole experience was very unique, and I recommend everybody, at least once in their life, visit an almost empty island. What's Um, the one-star review? Harid Tauber says... How peoples are surviving there? You know, I also have that question. Harid Tabar. A great place to dump a body. What? God, that's sinister. Wow. Finally, an island remote enough to establish my secret lair. Thanks, Travis. Travis is a local guide. <laughs> Vishnal is not afraid to die. Okay, this is weird, this right? This is go, really, go really back weird. To oh, one star. Booked a lad's trip to Amsterdam for the weekend. What happens in the dam stays in the dam. Am I right, lads? <laughs> Did not expect to end up in the middle of the bloody Indian Ocean. <laughs> Ezra is not happy. One star. We're not afraid to die if we can all be together. Okay. Why are so many review. people saying that? There's loads of them. I'm not too afraid to die. It's a lot of people have put it in quote marks. We're yeah. not afraid to die if we can all be together. Maybe it's engraved. and Yeah, maybe there was a famous story about people dying. Anyway, I think we've gone off the point. Let's move on from Amsterdam Island. I'm never moving on from Amsterdam Island. I'm loving this. I'm going to look at the Google reviews of random remote islands more often. Monday the 9th did 173 miles today. Tuesday the 10th, still doing fair. Wednesday 11th, breeze getting stronger. Thursday the 12th did... Do you think I got my diary writing skills from this woman? Because I'm feeling like I have evolved. Did 240 miles today. Friday the 13th. Wind not so strong. Friday the 13th. Do, 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 do. I know. And yet, nothing. I would nothing not want to be passing Louis. Amsterdam Island on Friday the 13th. <laughs> 14th. Saturday. Drizzle nearly all day. 15th. Sunday. Still doing well. 16th. Monday. We have reduced our distance to Sydney to 1,520 miles. I have no concept of how far away that really is. In my head, I'm like, yeah, I could walk that. Yeah, they did 173 miles in a day. So it's still quite a lot of days. I can do the maths, but I just don't want to show off. Tuesday the 17th. Our good breeze still keeps up. I wonder what the war news is today, being the last day for the Germans. Tuesday the 17th of December. What do you mean the last day for the Germans? Ever. No more Germans after that. Outlawed. In brackets. Lulu conjectures, Lulu, grown up Lulu, Mm -hmm. conjectures that this refers to the Germans having to leave South Africa, or South West Africa, which is now Namibia, where her uncle then, Gita, was gassed in the fighting. This is World War One. I. I see. I'm so good at history. <laughs> history and maths. She's got it all, ladies and gentlemen. Had a bit of a rumpus this morning. A rumpus, I say. 
Lulu recalls that her dad had to break up a fight, a not <laughs> uncommon occurrence, on a long passage, and that she was hustled below and was concerned by the lump on his wrist afterwards. Beef. Got in a fight. Beef on board. Wednesday the 18th, just a month since we left Cape Town. Thursday the 19th, quite a gale blowing today. Had to take in most of the sails. Only 875 miles to go to the Bass Straits. What are the Bass Straits? A shrug does not read on a podcast. <laughs> One has to I speak. don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I've heard of the Bass Straits. Hey Siri, where are the Bass Straits? The highest rated one I found is Autobahn on Albany Highway in East Victoria Park, which averages 100% positive rating. Yeah, all right, thank you. Does that one sound good? No. Is there something else I can help with? Get me a gin and tonic. <laughs> the Basque Strait oh, Singular there you go. is between Tasmania and Victoria. Yes, I knew I'd heard of it. So it sounds like they didn't stop. 4.4 4 stars. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> What can people possibly have to say about a piece of ocean in the middle? Well, it's very lumpy. Cold and windy. Two stars from Philip. (laughs) Uh, Friday the 20th. There is a terrific swell on today and everything is on the wobble. Saturday the 21st. A new spanker was finished today and put up and all the men had a tot of brandy. Spanker has a capital S. I bet. What do we think a spanker is? Hey Siri, what is a spanker? Mm. On a square rigged ship, the spanker is a gaff rigged fore and aft sail set from and after the aftmost mast. Well, that clears that up. Brilliant. Thank you. Sunday the 22nd, northerly gale blowing all day. Tuesday the 24th, a fine breeze blowing today. The pig was shot this afternoon for Christmas dinner. The pig was shot. They've had a pig on, on board, board this whole time. Just so and they can keep it for Christmas. has never mentioned it. So they couldn't keep the dog, but they could keep the pig. The puppy went over the side because it ate too much. And yet, piggy... To be fair, pigs are cute pets. And nice for meals. Yeah. Wow. Can we get a pig? The pig was shot... No, we've been through this when you were in year five, was it? You wanted a pig? Yeah, but you need a special license. Yeah, we did look it up. Just for you, darling. Wednesday, the 25th, Xmas Day. Had roast pork for dinner, minus the apple sauce and stuffing. All a bit bitter there. Passed through the Bass Straits today and caught a snook. Snook, snark, a barracuda, granny spoon brackets. Tuesday the 26th, our good breeze is dying away. We've been in sight of land all day and passed several ships. Must be so exciting after all that time. The 27th of December, Sydney at last. The tug came alongside at 7 o'clock this morning. Shall I go Australian now? No, no accents. You're already tug doing a stupid enough accent. at 7 o'clock this evening. We're tied up outside the harbour about no. 2.30. We tied up outside the harbour at about 2.30. We have come 6,587 miles in 38 days, 22 hours. And our average speed has been 7.1 knots. I, I knew that. I'd work that out. Yeah. How does she have all of these stats? Because she is married to the captain. 
Eric is patting himself on the back for having beaten any of Pedersen's runs in the ship by six days. Any of Pedersen's runs? Who is Pedersen? I think he might have been another captain. Owing to the influenza epidemic at the Cape, the ship has now got to go into... Da-da-da! Quarantine. Granny has written, This must have been the start of the great flu pandemic, which killed thousands worldwide. Wow! In 1919. <laughs> famously started in 1918 and killed estimated between 20 and 50 million. Understatement of the century there, Granny. So when I say Granny, I mean Marion had put that. Killed thousands. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, Saturday the 28th, we were towed over and tied up at the quarantine station this morning at 9am, where we have to remain for a week. The doctor is to come on board every day to take the temperatures of everyone on board. Hmm. Sunday the 29th. All hands fishing all day long. All temperatures taken. So... They're in the harbour. They're in Sydney Harbour. So they're just sort of fishing to fill the time. I guess so. Or maybe they've run out of food. Hmm. Monday the 30th. All temperatures taken and five men inoculated. Vaccinated. Yes. But only five. But only five. Now, I did look this up and there was no vaccine against the flu, but there was a vaccine against the pneumonia that the flu caused. I see. Well, maybe it was only those five that were going to be leaving the ship. Who knows? Why would you inoculate five? Um, January the 1st, 1919. Everybody on board except Lulu had to have a vapour bath in the mess room and then all temperatures were taken. A vapour bath? In the mess? What's the mess room? The mess room is where you eat. The cafeteria. They had a cafeteria on the boat. Well, they had a room where they ate. It's called the mess room. Famously. Mm. You know nothing. I pay a lot to go in a steam room. Anyway, sounds nice. Friday the 3rd. Like a gas chamber. Thursday the 2nd, all had a vapour bath again this morning and all temperatures taken. They must have thought it was some sort of cure for the flu. Mm. Friday the 3rd, tomorrow we make for Sydney, all being well. Today we had an extra long vapour bath and all temperatures taken. Extra long vapour bath? They would have had to do it together. But she was the only, well, she was the only lady on board ship. Lulu didn't have to do it. I can't can't imagine it was Granny stripping off in the mess room with the rest of the sailors. I bet it was. I don't think so. What happens on board stays on board. (laughs) What happens on Amsterdam Island stays on Amsterdam Island. 4th of January. Arrived at Snails Bay this morning and went ashore. Had dinner and then went over to Manly and saw Arthur and Jean, Tom and Norman. These are cousins of Louis. They sound like fake people. Sounds like an Enid Blyton... Norman got back to Circular Quay by the last ferry no motorboat waiting to take us to the ships after waiting about we got a boy to take us to Balmain by ferry and then got us to row over in his boat the dream we arrived on boat we arrived on board at 12.30 Circular Quay at that point would have had no harbour bridge and no Sydney Opera House what was the point then? I don't know. Nothing to take photos of at all. Pathetic. Just naked South African sailors on the ships. <laughs> steaming <apparently. themselves. laughs> Steaming themselves. Sunday 
the 5th to Tuesday the 14th. Went to Manly this afternoon to stay. Had 10 days in Manly. Oh, holiday. Didn't fancy keeping a diary. How nice. Wonder if she left it on board. This diary is evident, evidently strictly for business and not pleasure. True. Wednesday the What happens in Manly? Stays, stays in, in Manly. Manly. Wednesday the 15th. Came over this morning to stay at the Hotel Metropole in Sydney. Now in brackets, in red. Apparently stayed at the Metropole until the 3rd of February while the ship was discharging her cargo. Hmm. Hmm. Possibly qua from the West Indies, according to Lulu, <laughs> and loading copra for the States. What is qua and what is copra? Uh, 4th of February, came on board to stay this morning, finished loading copra, left for Snail's Bay again at one o'clock. Did you look up copra? No, I looked up qua and it just Mm. thought I meant choir. (laughs) Loading a choir from the West Indies. Jeez, probably a load of, like a gospel choir from the West Indies who's been in the hold. Hmm. Sounds a little slavey. Um, copra. The dried meat of the coconut. Oh. <laughs> God. So, yeah. Horses eat it. Jeez. Seems like a lot of effort. To increase their fat consumption. Monday the 10th. Left Snails Bay this noon for America. God, I'm exhausted. Tuesday 11th, very little breeze, only made 65 miles. Wednesday the 12th, made 101 miles today. We don't care. We don't care, Louis. Enough with the miles. Thursday the 13th, no wind at all today. We're just drifting about very slowly. We only did 89 miles. The boys caught some very big fish, but they were very dry. (laughs) We don't care. Tell us about the pandemic. Tell us about the steam room orgies. Tell us about... Polly, the, the dog that's Polly, been killed. Polly, there's something interesting here. Polly jumped overboard, and lucky for him, we were not moving at the time. Someone threw the end of a rope over to him, and he crawled up it, and is none the worse. What is Polly? Polly, Jasmine? human, vegetable, animal. You have to guess. What Mineral. is Polly? Um, Polly is a uh, bird, parrot. Yes. Pieces of eight. Polly jumped overboard and someone threw him a rope and he crawled up it and is none the worse. But it's strange to me that Polly can't fly. He would have had his wings clipped. Oh, that's mean. That's what they do with pet birds, so they don't fly away. What the hell? Friday the 14th. A little more breeze today. We did 169 miles. We're not very far from Sydney. Saturday the 15th. Did 164 miles today. Saturday the 16th. Only 160 miles. Monday, did a little better, 211 miles. Tuesday, wind dropping, only 146 miles. Wednesday, absolute calm, only 76 miles. Thursday, no wind, only 99 miles. Friday, little breeze last night, 116 miles. I really feel like she's just over this diary writing malarkey. Yeah, nobody's making you do it, Louis. Sunday, no wind again, only 17 miles. That is becalmed. Monday the 24th, a little breeze, 87 miles. Tuesday, 133 miles. Wednesday, good, help us. 26th, good breeze blowing now, 151 miles. Wednesday, the 26th, 164 miles today. Being eight days in this week, we have two Wednesdays, the 26th. Do you know why? Leap year. No. Similar. <laughs> she wasn't really listening. What did she say? 
There are eight days in this week. Oh, they crossed the equator. The international dateline. Dateline. Okay, Sunday the 9th of March. For the last week, we've had headwinds and we've done about 14 miles back west instead of going east. Now, that must be annoying. Today, we've had a fair wind for a change, which I hope will last for weeks. We have not had nay sunshine for over a week. The wind has gone and turned into a headwind again. We're nearly down to latitude 49. It's miserably dull and cold. Wednesday the 12th, thick fog today. Thursday, still fog. Friday, still fog and dead calm most of the morning. A light breeze trying to spring up this afternoon. We've come down south, 700 miles out of our course to try and find wind, but up to the present have not found much. It should be in here. The 15th. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Lots of wind stuff. Lots of rain. Not very many miles. Not very much fog. Okay. Entries continue. This is Granny again. Granny Marion. Entries continue in this vein for the remainder of March and the first half of April with only a couple of days of decent wind and a lot of rain. The Puaco must have been slowly working north again for on April the 14th. Dot, dot, dot. April the 14th. No wind. Very near equator. Only 61 miles. April the 15th, still calm, only 29 miles, drifted over the equator. Granny Marion says in red, This is a rather prosaic entry, noting, as it does, Louis' first crossing into the Northern Hemisphere. So she must have been brought up in South Africa. An event of some significance among seafarers for first-timers crossing the line and often marked by some ceremony. As the next entry shows, superstition and tradition were obviously still alive on board the Puaco. Perhaps it reflects the disheartening effect of drifting haphazardly through the doldrums. Wednesday the 16th, still calm, only 11 miles. Caught a shark last night, about seven foot long. Hung his tail on the jaboon, but has not brought us any wind so far. Bold of her to assume the gender identity of the shark. Well, and also to assume that it's going to bring wind. Whilst the shark asked for its pronouns. Okay. Joe was killed today. God. <laughs> all we Jumping have left. Flies. <laughs> all we have left of livestock now are four fowls. Looney thinks Joe is another pig. Birds. Fowls, yeah. A guinea fowl. I guess just any kind of fowl. Chickens, probably. May the 14th. A splendid breeze today. If only it will last. Thursday 15th, sort of good breeze. Friday the 16th, very little wind this morning. Flat, calm this afternoon. A light breeze all day took us to within a few miles of San Francisco and all thought we would be safely at anchor for the night. But at about eight o'clock in the evening, a light breeze sprang from offshore and we were unable to make Frisco until this morning. The pilot came on board at 7am and at the same time a tow boat took us into tow. We dropped the anchor off at the quarantine station about 9.30. The doctor and all the rest of the port officials came aboard, but we have seen nothing of the owners. They've not even had the decency to send off our mail or bring any fresh meat. I expect they'll be on board at 6am in the morning. Granny Marion, Red, has said, My own experience can vouch for nothing much changes in this respect. I can sympathise with her frustration. <laughs> well, because Granny wasn't brought any fresh meat and her mail wasn't sent at the post office. What is she talking about? Mother, you've never landed in San Francisco. I the same thing of my mother. It was only at this point in the editing process that I questioned if the remarks in red really did belong to my mum, to Marion Louie. 
and on further investigation I found that the notations were actually provided by her brother, Lulu's youngest child, the seafaring Uncle Dick. We would probably not have been quite so cheeky had we known, so apologies for all concerned, but on this occasion we decided not to let the truth get in the way of a good laugh and Dick will remain an honorary Louis. Okay, Monday the 19th. As no one turned up by eight o'clock this morning to take us to the dock and tell us what was going to happen, Eric went ashore to see if the whole town was dead. <laughs> there is a pandemic, it's a possibility. No one is allowed to leave the ship until all the passports have been examined and passed and everyone has to have their photo taken. We are all considered foreigners except Delaney, who's the only American on board. We were towed into dock this afternoon at Oakland to the shipyard the Puaco was built in. The end. When she says we're all considered foreigners, Wait. they are all foreigners. Yes, but she is. Just because she's speaking with the Queen's English. A filthy coloniser, <laughs> so she thinks she is the default and that everybody else is a foreigner, no matter what country she's in. Yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that? Good. Yay. Yay! Well done, Granny Pearson. Okay, I have to go. Okay, thank you very much, Jasmine. You better go and get ready for your dinner. Thank you, Otto, for providing some comedy <laughs> entertainment. Thank you, listeners. If you are interested, you can find my other podcast, Pandemic, where I'm talking to my neighbours about this current pandemic, not the 1918 one, but we do refer back to it. And I hope very much that you have enjoyed listening. Thank you very much for listening. And Jasmine says, Thanks guys, tune in anytime. Functions. Sorry for all of the gas. <laughs>